Let us pray. Gracious Lord God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the chance to come before you. We give you thanks uh, for the gift of your word. We give you thanks for the Easter season that we are embarking on. Um, God, guide us that we may hear you in your word. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Good evening, friends, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of our first post-Easter edition of Scripture Talk. <laughs> I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever. Sister Brandy Dudley. Pastor Scott Ketchup. And on the ones and twos. Stacey Tyler. Yeah, so we, we survived Holy Week, um, which uh, was uh, non-trivial. <laughs> um, we, uh, you know, for those of you all who don't know what was happening behind the scenes last week, uh, we basically up, upgraded the entire AV, redid the entire AV system of the church, uh, of, the, of the main sanctuary, on top of redoing, like, we had to fix a garage door, replanting new plants, um, so there's all this like physical plant upgrade stuff going on while we're doing more worship, while we're stuffing thousands of eggs. It was last week was intense. <laughs> the playground um, upgrades going on. And- yes, and the playground and the Boy Scouts in the playground. And so um, we should it, start calling it Holy Cow Week. It's kind of, I mean, <laughs> well, so in the run up to a theatrical production, um, the last week of that production is called Hell Week. Um, because it is, um, you will do, technically I think it's called tech week, but we call it hell week. Um, because you, that's where you do three technical rehearsals. Um, then at least one dress rehearsal, maybe two dress rehearsals, and then it's the show. Right. And so you're doing full runs of the show that can be extremely slow, um, for a week. And that's the, the crash process that every show goes through. And so, um, this is our version of, of hell week. It is, you know, holy week. Um, but sometimes it's holy week um and and so we we have made it through holy week which means we are now in the season of easter let us always remember easter is a season easter is a day easter is also a season this is the season of easter um it will be it is easter from now until pentecost so how long is the easter season you might ask 40, 50, 50 days. days. 50 days. 50 days, all the way up to Pentecost. All the right. way up to Pentecost. So this is... Pentecost me five. Right, yes. Yep. Um, so, uh, with that, our scripture is, as it should be, uh, we're finally going to get the satisfaction of some post-resurrection appearances of Jesus. Uh, we're going to be looking... Yeah, I know. Right? Because the short ending of Mark just doesn't give them to you. And I think doesn't give it to you for a purpose. Um, not that Mark didn't think they happened. It's just that's not the thing. As ever... There's just things Mark doesn't care about. To be continued. Um, you know, because... Anyways, um, <laughs> this is John chapter 20. John does care about these things. Um, John chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. When it was the evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, reasonable, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed onto them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the marks of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the marks of the nails and my hand in his sides, I will not believe. 
A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, You have believed because you have you have, have, excuse me, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written to you so, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. So this is, you know, John getting towards, getting to signing off but wants to give us, he wants to give us the like, why the disciples fully believe the resurrection. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And want, wants to show Jesus working, showing the disciples himself so that they can, so that they can buy into the resurrection so that they can go forward um, and tell the story. It also seems that John here makes a nod that John is aware of other gospels. Yeah. Right? There seems to be like, I'm going to tell these stories. There are other ones, not in this book, implying there are other books. John, writing the last of the gospel writers, has the you know, has not just Mark, which clearly Matthew and Luke have, but probably has some awareness of Matthew and some awareness of Luke um, and makes this nod of like, and obviously if he's talking about post-resurrection encounters that are recorded in a book, it's probably not Mark. It's probably not Mark. Right? So the, there is some awareness of Matthew and Luke, which I, which I just find interesting. But you see that you see Thomas get taken on this journey, and Thomas gets a bad rap. But I always want to circle back to Jesus doesn't seem angry with Thomas. Jesus chides Thomas and said, "Hey, it would be better for you if you didn't need this, but you do need this, and here I offer it to you." You, you know, I, I always uh, think it's interesting um, that the way this starts off with all the disciples are locked inside yep. because they're afraid. Sure, fair. Yeah, and fair. And then all of a sudden, poof, Jesus is there in the midst. So they have this first opportunity to see him, and then they kind of want to chide Thomas, you know, right. and, uh, it's like because he wasn't there. It's like, y'all weren't buying it. I mean, we don't see y'all are in there locked up. Presumably, the ladies have mentioned at right, this yeah, point right, yeah, yeah. that he's alive, but y'all are still locked up. And uh, one of the comments says, makes you wonder how much Thomas's siblings uh, messed with him because he's calling, you know. Look, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to believe you. I'm not, I'm not going to believe you. <laughs> you, you. Show me. Show me. My name yeah. is Missouri. Show yeah, me. Right. Show me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were talking in the uh, pre-show how, you know, I would have been the same way, right. you know, considering, especially depending on which friends would say it. I'd be going, you know, okay, was this the episode of Punk? Where's the candid camera? What's going on here? Sure he is. Well, also, there's something of, I, I think this is helpful for the audience. Obviously, John includes it, not just because it because John is witnessing to it. He doesn't include everything that he thinks, that he knows mm-hmm. happened, right? So why include this? What does this help us with? One of the things this helps us with is takes us, we get to, we get to be Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to play the part of the skeptic of, essentially, what do you mean by resurrected? What do you mean that Jesus appeared? Was this a spiritual experience or was this a physical experience? And this ends up in a debate, debate in modern theology, right? 
how real is the resurrection? Yeah. How, not, excuse me, how, because even someone who doesn't think there's a bodily resurrection would probably tell me the resurrection is real. My point is, how bodily is the resurrection? And what John seems to be saying with, with us going on this journey with Thomas, it's going, it is a bodily resurrection. That the thing they can't explain is like, yes, Jesus appears, um, but then they can lay hands on him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not cast with a friendly ghost where you like stick your hand out and then go straight through him, right? <laughs> this is, you can touch, this is the thing I kind of joked about um, in the sermon yesterday of like, you know, we don't get to like touch the nail hand. It's what I yeah. like about the short ending of Mark is in the short ending of Mark, those women only get what we get. Here, the disciples get something way more than we get presumably so that they can be confirmed in their own hearts and their own minds. And they need a little, because they're first, they need to witness fully to a bodily resurrection. Uh, to me, seems to be a lot of what's happening here. Right. Well, you know, see, so what my question is, is Thomas was, uh, uh, I'm sure, present when Jesus did all these other right. like miraculous things. Sure. Why would Thomas doubt that he could be resurrected. I mean, you've seen him do everything else. Well, because it's the, because it's it's the it's it's a much bigger thing. <clears throat> and there's a difference in watching someone die, right, rather than hearing about someone dying and then seeing them alive. You've had that that firm understanding of no, he was he was dead. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason John has us in there is for those who did not see the uh, resurrection, right. It's okay to be skeptical. Right. Even one of the 12. You see them not hiding the fact that they were afraid and locked up. And we, that we're, and not hiding that they were skeptical. Yeah. And so this is pointing out to that. I also think it's important the way he does this about how it worked out with Thomas physically putting. If I remember on my timing right, John is much later than uh, Paul's letters. And we see in yes, Paul's Paul letters. Yes, Paul is done writing, we think. Paul yeah. is done writing by the time John is writing. Yes. And and so we see in uh, what Paul addresses, Gnosticism was already starting to come about. The non-bodily stuff, yes. Yeah, all that non-bodily stuff. And so John is addressing it going, no, look, even one of the disciples was skeptical, and he wasn't sure until he could physically touch. And then Jesus let him do that to prove he was real he was physically resurrected. It wasn't just a spiritual thing. Right. And to not, what Gnosticism does is kind of, it rejects this physical reality as bad and only prioritizes the spiritual. Yeah. Which time and time again in Christianity, that would be convenient, but not seemingly not the thing that Jesus cared about, right? Yeah. Jesus bodily dies and Jesus bodily rises from the dead. That's part of what gives, puts literally puts skin in the game. Yeah. This is a literal example of skin, literal skin in the literal game. Because I mean, this is too big to comprehend because I bet you they're still kind of figuring out the resurrection of Lazarus, you know, trying yeah. to figure that out. Right. But when they actually see Jesus do this, it's like, oh my God, this can't be the real thing. And see, if they're like me, I have to have a big cheap tablet and number two yeah. pencil. Draw me a picture so I can understand what yeah. just happened here. So uh, I'm like, Thomas, I need to see and feel for myself this thing that just, just happened. I have a painting of this uh, scene that the, the hole that Jesus decided so deep, his finger went off into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, oh my gosh, this actually happened. This is real. Well, it would have been a pretty big nail. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a, you know, and there's, there's always some debate of like, 
wear on his body. Yeah. We say hands, but like define hands, right? It's probably, it's probably like here. Mm-hmm. This works in the video version. I understand. <laughs> I, I, I'm pressing on like the gap between the, what is that? The radius and the ulna uh-huh. yeah. radius and all tibia and fibula is leg radius and ulna's arm. Yes. <laughs> I did really well in high school biology. I promise. So it's probably <laughs> this gap between radius and ulna. Cause you think it's gotta be weight bearing. Yeah. Right. Um, just like it was straddling the cross. And so the holes are probably more like the feet again, not very strong. The ankle, though, very strong. We, we got some great stuff going in a chat. Uh, Joe joking. Uh, this is like portal. Thomas said the cake was a lie. I need to see it for real. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Emily, uh, skepticism is not a sin. Right. Good to see that that demonstrated in the disciples. Well, it shows up. It actually shows up. I don't know. I don't, I, or I don't appreciate Christianity's like tendency towards turning skepticism into sin, Yeah. right? Because the consistent message of the New Testament is um, journeys from skepticism to belief, but no, at no point is it saying, and again, always going back to the garden, if you want to talk about the key text on doubt and skepticism and struggle, it's the garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Because here you see, but here you even see the disciples, right? And you see Jesus meeting Thomas where he is. And not, again, Jesus is going to chide us to do better. That's mm-hmm. part of, you know, the role of Jesus in his earthly life and the Holy Spirit um, is both to advocate, to be our advocate, but also to, you know, prod us, right? To be our conscience. Um, so there is teaching, there yeah. is challenge, but there is by no means rejection um, for having doubt and struggle. And, you know, I spend a lot, so much in time in pastoral care reminding people of that. It's like, I, I'm struggling. Am I even a Christian anymore? Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. You're, 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 as, you're as in touch with the process of being a person of faith as Thomas or Jesus, right? Like it, it, the struggle is like we should not demonize and turn struggle into sin. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's interesting because, you know, in other realms, we understand this. Uh, like a uh, comment in the uh, chat again that says, if people were never skeptical, then science would never advance. Right. And so we understand the usefulness of skepticism to cause you to, you know, like, like when I was teaching, I tell my students, you need to know what you believe and why right. you believe it. And right. not just take stuff that well, just because someone told me. It's like and, and the Bible is littered with... Uh, telling you to question, question this, question that, question. or that it, or that at least it's okay to have those yeah. questions. Yeah, you right. can have a moment you need to ask and go why, who, what, when. It's okay to have that. Right. It's John like, the Baptist doubted. Right. Right. I mean, it's like, and it's, I mean, even up to question authority. Yeah. Well, know, certainly. Yes. It's, it's, it's uh, that you know with the Romans and the Caesars and all that. Well, and and, and the temple hierarchy, right? Temple I mean, hierarchy. one of the great yeah. villains of the New Testament is the temple hierarchy. Was yeah. the like people who theoretically had the quote-unquote God-given power um, to run the temple, and but they had wandered so far from what God was doing. That, that's part of, what, part of why Christ comes when Christ comes seems to be how far the temple had wandered from what God wanted them to do. Yeah. And so there is, again, I can't, I, and, and, and you know, some both of y'all have 
you know, kind of better, better Bible memorization than I do, but I scour my memory banks. I cannot think of someone who gets struck down for having doubt and struggle. They weren't. Mm-mm. Right? No, I mean, no. like, sometimes they have tough conversations. You know, I think of the book of Job, right? Yeah. Where Job has this moment where he looks at God and goes, what the hell? Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Like, um, and God, like, lays it to him straight, right? But Job walks out of that encounter chastened but alive. Yeah. Right. You well, know, I... Look at Jesus. Uh, yes, I mean Jesus j- doubted on, on Jesus the, in the, the garden. garden. Yeah. In the garden. Yeah. Right, exactly. He struggles. Is, is there another way? Yeah. And when God says no, He says okay. okay. Like mm-hmm. it was not. And I and and son, I reject you because you have this moment of doubt. <laughs> You're all sinners. There is no hope. That is all. Thank Praise you. you. Right. It's not that. <laughs> and yet, when you look at, and it's not you know, it's not just ancient Christianity that goes through this. Modern Christianity does this too. Yeah. Or we, we do the other thing I hate, where um, uh, famous Christian leaders, all their struggles are in the past, and they've just they've just arrived. Uh, I'm just so happy. My hair is so perfect. And, and you know, the reality of that is, I think that gives puts unfair burden on new Christians because yeah. they have this idea that you know Christianity is all of a sudden going to come rainbow sunshines and unicorns when yeah. you get saved, and they don't understand that the struggle is real. That is actually part of the. Uh, walk of sanctification yes. as Wesley uh-huh. called it is that moving through the junk heading toward perfection as the Holy Spirit works that in you always the goal right and you know I'm not there yet but I'm heading that direction with God's help yeah and, but that I mean and it's uh, yeah and that that's doesn't the sell point books. of it yeah and that's the that's the point of it it's not, it's not about works it's about trusting that God is going to work in my heart yeah. and help me through and so and, it's okay and commit, to have those and commit to be a part of that process right yeah. that God enables you to be a part of that process but you are committing to be a part of that process and in some ways like you see thomas do that right yeah. thomas doesn't go well y'all saying crazy i ain't going to those meetings no more right <laughs> right <laughs> right he's in the like he was there in the meeting he was there in the meeting right <laughs> so the 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 we this i often come back to this from a theological perspective of understanding what is the problem if doubt isn't the problem if struggle isn't the problem what is the problem the problem is giving up uh-huh. the problem is yeah. walking away Right. That's where like the the thing that the, the here, okay, so let's pitch it this way. What's the difference between Judas and Thomas? Or what's the difference between Judas, Thomas, and Peter? Right? Um Peter and Thomas stay in the conversation. Judas doesn't. Yeah. Right. right? It's clear that Judas is having some struggles um with and we don't get a whole lot of narration on that. Um you know, but Judas is clearly having some struggles mm-hmm. with the role that Jesus is playing. Um and there are ways to work through that, and there are ways to not work through that. And what Judas does is essentially he ends the conversation. He li- literally he leaves. Right? right? Go do what you got to do. He doesn't come back. Um, both Peter and Thomas have their moments. Right? Peter denies Christ three times, but still, when Christ rises from the dead, he's there on that lake shore to be forgiven by God. Right? He stays in the conversation, knowing that he's going to get it. Right? Can you imagine? You know, having being Peter in that moment. That G- Jesus had said you were going to do it. You had said, ain't no way. And, and, he looked. and then here, look, right? He does it. Um, it's exactly, it's exactly, happened exactly as Jesus said. Funny how that works. Um, <laughs> but he stays in the conversation and in that way finds forgiveness. And in that way goes on to be this church leader. I mean, same with Thomas, right? He has told this thing that he just cannot believe. And you can appreciate it, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, guys? That sounds nuts. I'm not going to believe until I go pokey pokey. And you know what? Thomas shows up to the meeting with a wonderful attitude. Yeah. He shows up to the meeting with, okay, here I am. Show here I am. me. Show me. And, and if that was, is how we all 
approach of showing up of to the with that expectancy in our hearts to worship of okay I'm here I want to see Jesus well and his Man. ability and his willingness to let his mind be changed yes right mm-hmm. like at least the way the story is narrated like Jesus shows up he's like oh my God my Lord my God no I get it like absolutely right yeah. and he confesses yeah. like and he and he has that moment like he is um this is gonna wander for a moment. <laughs> To be, pu- to be publicly wrong is a thing we just suck at as a society now. Yeah. We just suck at being publicly wrong. There was this race car driver, a guy named Roman Grosjean. He's French. I didn't need to tell you that. You knew he was French. Secretly dipped down, you knew he was French. Um, at Formula One, which is a race series I really like, had uh, in- introduced this safety innovation that made the cars look funny. Um, well, it turns out that Roman Grosjean's car flew through a metal barrier at 140 miles an hour and then caught on fire. Um, he walked away. Roman was one of the people who had made fun of the new safety innovation, thinking it was stupid. And why would we need that? That safety innovation saved his life. You want to know what statement he put out from his hospital bed? I was wrong. I'm very glad we have this safety innovation. It saved my life. Wow. Yeah. Like, that, like, and so I actually ended up having like this really weird. I never liked that driver. He's a bad driver. He crashed into a lot of people. I, you know, it's just not. So a, he really needed this innovation. He, in some ways, he really needed. Like this was the the redemption of Roman Grosjean, um, because I just can't stand him. I could not stand him. But I gained so much respect for him, because there, while he's in traction, right? Because his, you know, hands are burned, his foot's broken. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, yeah, I'd be dead if it weren't for that. I'm really glad we had that. I was wrong. And here you see, like, and this is a, an art we've lost that Thomas has in spades. Because Thomas goes, I was wrong. This is great. Right. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, you know, as soon as Jesus appeared, you don't sense the hesitancy. He just, he needed that little extra bit of proof. Jesus chides him and he receives it. And he's just like, my Lord, my God. Like, it's true. I'm so happy. Like, so yes, this is it. I believe now. Yes. Some more of the comments, uh, Emily. Uh, he isn't doubting Thomas. He's verifying Thomas. Oh, I like sure. that. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah. And then Joe, at least Thomas didn't look at Jesus and say, fake news. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I mean. Right? Or like, because the truth was inconvenient to him, he didn't come up with five ways that this can't be true. Right. Yeah. Instead, It he, wasn't a conspiracy theory. Right. Instead, he accepts it and, and receives it and says, that, you know, this is... You know, this is fantastic. I am overjoyed. Um, and, and and essentially, that's repentance, right? Yeah. Right. So if Jesus is modeling for us that doubt is okay, Thomas then re- models for us what repentance looks like. You don't need to be ashamed. Um, you just need to be willing to set aside old ways and step into new ways as Christ speaks in your life. And like you said, you know, uh, I think that's what everybody needs in, in right now in this world is to be humbled a little bit. And that's kind of what I think Thomas was, was humbled a little bit yes. by, you know, Jesus showing up and, and doing what he did. And I think it's something we can all learn from that is humbleness. And then Jesus' love still shining in the moment because he could have been like, man, you throw it right, off. Right, exactly, yeah. But he, he, <laughs> he embraced him all the more, you know, because you have seen the holes in my hands and my side, you believe. You, know? you believe, and it would be better if you didn't need this, yeah. right? So that's that little, that's that little chide, but it is not, you know, I, the Vintage 21 videos that we um, do impressions of a lot, because mm-hmm. um, I, Matt has this really just, Jesus has this amazing delivery in him. But there's this, they do the parable of the coin, um, and, and the guys, one coin, you only gave me one coin, no. 
you had your chance. You're never looking into heaven now. <laughs> right, and, and like the, the video is done in mock because that's not what happens to Thomas. Jesus does not look at Thomas and go, no, you had your chance. You're never going to get into heaven now. He says, you know, he, you know, gives him a little corrective like any good parent, um, but also welcomes him back with open arms. And so you see the like, We'd sometimes wonder, does Jesus really let go of the sins of my past? You see it right here. Here's yeah. the sin, you know, the the like struggle, the whatever of his past being washed away. Um, yeah. And, and, and Jesus made the effort to show up where he was. Yes. Just like uh, we, we briefly mentioned uh, Peter. He shows up to where Peter is right. out on the, uh, the, the beach. And so that's what he does for all of us. And even in this story, he makes a... Uh, statement that applies to all of right. us there when he was that slight side to Thomas but it also says you believe because you've seen blessed okay. are those yeah. who believe and have, have not seen, seen. Right. and that that's us yeah. right i mean we haven't seen with our eyes but right. we in do some have ways, that experience in some ways that's similar to the ending of mark yeah. right and he is jesus making explicit the like okay y'all got to see Y'all have that special privilege but there will be generations of christians that will not get to see um, and and understand understand that that's different in some ways it's in some ways it's easy to be a disciple in terms of believing in the resurrection and, to, and, um, this, and this too uh, well uh, is also kind of a lesson learned of next time you'll have faith right yes and well, and they did I mean and because, you'll have faith to share with now yeah. you have faith to share with others right. right more faith right and that's the and that's the like the breathe the Holy Spirit on part like um, you get to experience this resurrection great. So glad I so glad I can do this for you, um, but that comes with a responsibility, and that all that part also doesn't stop for us. For those who have found our faith one way or another, we also you know, as we talked about at the end of Mark, so too here at the end of John, um, it is that it is that transition of the power is yours, right? That like we know this story and can let this what what these events are impact our lives because these guys took that Holy Spirit and ran with it Mm -hmm. um, and dedicated their lives to writing it down, to founding churches, to going to the ends of the earth, that Christianity is believed to have gotten as far as India in that first generation. Um, It shows a remarkable, and at least traditionally, that is believed to have been Thomas um, that goes to India. By the the way, if I can say something, anybody that goes back and and watches uh, yesterday's sermon with Pastor Trey, only only Trey can do a Easter sermon with Captain Planet. That opens with Captain Planet. Yeah, I had that thought. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't think awesome. I don't also don't think anyone else would do that. Um, but I did. Because it, it actually that was it one works. of those like it came up on this show and I was like, what I wanna do is I wanna talk about how the power is yours. How do I set this up? Well, for like, I don't know, 30% of that congregation, they're going to get the Captain Planet reference. Yeah. They either right. knew it from their own youth or knew, had kids or whatever, um, or cousins who watched it. And for some of them, I'm just explaining a cultural thing they don't know. And I can do that in five minutes and make yeah. it like, at least, you know, it explicable. Worked. It worked. Um, and so it was one of those like, you know, sure, most pastors are not going to open an Easter service. You know, you can do some really overly dramatic and, I, and I've done them, but this felt like, okay, this is, but this is the short ending of Mark, right? Mm-hmm. We don't get the like, and then they saw the light and Jesus right. embraced her Rabboni, right? We don't get that. Nope. <laughs> All we get. Which, so my, my point is come out to uh, Palestine Grace Church sure. on Sunday yeah. mornings and uh, 
catch this man. Uh, we, we, we have some fun. I mean, if you <laughs> like this show, it, just imagine the show. But, you know, it's just me and it's 20. It's about, actually about the same. The show's about the same length um, as the sermon. You know, And free coffee. And, yeah, free coffee. Um, and um, I think life is now kind of totally back to normal. Yeah, it's back, yeah. Um, you know, we're still, I mean, other than we're going to still be really focused on online ministry and continue to double down on that because we got good at it and there's no reason to stop doing it. We went away from the couple of Jesus yesterday too. Yeah, no, back normal communion's back the whole yes. the whole nine years. Although we still have, if you want snack pack Jesus, they're there. He's still there. I mean, our communion has always been set up for two things. One's that communion is life-giving and never life-taking, right? That's why we have to have a gluten-free option. And also that people feel comfortable. So we have buffet-style communion. <laughs> and I suspect a lot of people would not have been comfortable with normal communion for the past year. Yeah. Um, given just everything that's been going on. Understanding the diseases we do now, it probably would have been fine. But we didn't know that. Right. Um, and so, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the, as we make the changes back to things that look more like normal, it's not because I don't, you know, I don't regret... I don't regret the measures that we took a year ago. We just didn't know. Um, And now we know better and a lot of people are vaccinated or a lot of people have had it. Um, And so the world is different and praise God for that. And Um, to quote another cartoon and, and, and now, um, how's it go? Um, And now we know what knowing's half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. (laughs) G.I. Joe. There's a a great comment in here, uh, Joe. Uh, We can all relate to the different disciples in one way or another. They weren't that special, but God Mm. used them all. So all we can do is show up and right. do the thing, and then thank you for that. That's yeah. it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's it. And that's probably as good a place as any uh, to end it. Thank you so much for joining us for this uh, yet another edition of Scripture Talk. I am deeply thankful that my voice held out this whole <laughs> show. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was not clear that was going to happen between all of the worship we had to do. Had to do. God, it was a blessing. But it just chews up my voice, and it's the height of allergy season here in Palestine, Texas. Um, we will be back with another edition of the show in one week's time, 6 p.m. on Monday. If you have comments for us, post it on Facebook, post them um, on our YouTube channel, over on our website, palestinegrace.com slash video. You can email us, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. We, well, you submit stuff after the fact. We will read your comments on the show, yeah. I promise. Um, if you want an audio-only version of this show, because looking at our faces is, you know, uh, less than desirable sometimes. <laughs> uh, That's like mine, yikes. Stop at least mine, yeah. Then uh, you can search, just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your podcatcher of choice. Um, but regardless, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And fear not, stay well. God is with us. Um, and I realized I need to set my cue because now we dance. We dance. I like the, because you got to realize the screen is 300 milliseconds off reality. <laughs> yeah. So it's like watching a mirror image of myself. <laughs> That's so all the audio sings. <laughs> <laughs>